This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday, the 22nd of June. Justin, have some of this. Mm -hmm. Almost 50% of Australians are feeling optimistic about an economic recovery. In other words, Aussies are thinking the financial impact of COVID will last less than 12 months. Sounds good to me. Sounds great to me. This kind of makes sense given retail sales have rocketed up 16% Ah. in May. That is a record. Mm. Now, we know April was a disaster. So, a very welcome boost for the retail industry in Oz. Three fabulous stories today, Justin. Can't wait. Let's do it. For our first, Uber Eats' latest big competitor in Australia, Mm -hmm. DoorDash, Mm -hmm. has just raised nearly $600 million, which means the company is now worth a whopping $23 billion, aka nearly four times the size of Qantas. (laughs) This kind of came out of nowhere. So what's the story here? Okay, so let's start at the start. DoorDash is not shy about raising money. In fact, DoorDash has raised nearly $3 billion from investors in the last few years. Yep. The pandemic has actually had a huge impact on gig economy companies like DoorDash. They've been getting heaps of public pressure for making the hospitality industry even more Mm. difficult for restaurants. There's been heat from politicians. There's been heat from the media. But there certainly has not been heat from (laughs) private investors. And in Australia, DoorDash has been getting pretty creative. They've been branching out of the food delivery game. In New South Wales and Victoria, they've been delivering hair care and beauty products. Who doesn't want skincare and (laughs) hair dye with their KFC delivery? So what's the key learning here? For all the talk of big business deals that have fallen through because of the coronavirus, mm-hmm. this deal between DoorDash and its investors is because of the pandemic. The pandemic has totally changed the meal delivery industry for the better. For instance, the number of orders on these platforms have been skyrocketing mm-hmm. because of lockdown. There's also been a huge lift in new customers. And new restaurants on the platform. So it's fair to say that all of these things combined are a pretty good thing for DoorDash. They're probably one of the only companies in the world hoping lockdown continues <laughs> as long as possible. And investors have been loving it so much mm-hmm. that even an IPO could be on the mm-hmm. cards for later in 2020. For our second story, the number of Australians paying to read news online has gone up by 100% in just the last four years. That's an interesting surprise, Brett. So what's the story here? Okay, a new report has come out named the Digital News Report (laughs) 2020. Very sexy name. Thrilling. And what does this report say? (laughs) The percentage of Aussies paying subscription style for news online Mm -hmm. increased to 8% of the population in 2020. Now talk generations to me. Who's loving online news? Well, 20% of millennials pay for news online, Mm -hmm. but Gen Z ain't that keen. Only 11%. Not that surprised about that. And what about Gen Z's arch rival, Baby Boomers? <laughs> the OK Boomers, somehow also only at 11%. Probably still committed to the hard copy print versions. Mm. But the juiciest part of the report, in my opinion, yeah. is that Instagram will overtake Twitter as a main news source. Ooh, must be checking Finance <laughs> on Insta. So what's the key learning here? In Australia and around the world, news organisations are changing the way they make money. It used to be a simple business model where news outlets would make money from company ads in the papers. they be job ads, car ads, secondhand goods, and more recently, think intense banners <laughs> across the screen. But now, news organizations are focusing on getting people to buy subscriptions. And why is that? The truth is, between Facebook and Google, they're hoovering up online advertising. And car sales, Seek, yep. and Gumtree are hoovering up all the classifieds. And what's most interesting is that this slow but steady rise in digital subscriptions could be a sign that consumer behavior mm. is evolving. Perhaps consumers are becoming more comfortable with the mm-hmm. idea of paying for online news on a regular basis. Like they do with Netflix and Spotify. For our third and final story, the Australian government is changing university funding to encourage students to study for jobs that are most in demand. This is super interesting. So what's going on here? A bit of backstory. The pandemic has sadly meant that many people have lost their jobs. And lost jobs means people want to study. Demand for study is sky high right now. Makes sense to me. So when does this all kick in? Effective immediately, my friend. But only for new students, not those already enrolled. All right, let's talk details. Which degrees are the winners here, aka getting cheaper? 
That'd be nursing. That'd be maths and science. That'd be teaching. Okay, so those are in-demand jobs and industries. All right. Which are getting more expensive. All eyes on humanities here. Plus a sprinkle of law, economics and commerce. So what's the key learning here? The government is going with the old carrot and stick method to encourage students to study where it believes the future of Australia's workforce needs to go. Australia is currently facing one of the most significant employment challenges it has faced in many decades. And who suffers the most in times like these? Mm. Arguably young Australians Mm. desperate to enter the workforce or those starting to build a career. So the government is incentivizing students to make career choices that will drive job growth Mm -hmm. and economic prosperity. Flux family, we have three huge stories every single day. So if you want to get involved, hit follow or subscribe. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.